This is the Huey Alert Podcast with Craig and Shelley Huey, bringing you the tools to transform our nation and culture, the intersection of faith and politics. Hi, this is Craig Huey of Huey Alert, and so glad you're with us for this podcast. And again, we're here at the National Religious Broadcasters, and instead of showing me Shelley being with me, my associate, Pastor Jeffrey Reed is with me now. And Jeffrey, say hi. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm not as pretty as your wife to look at across the table. But <laughs> well, they can't see that. Hopefully I can have some valuable input. Uh, absolutely. Okay, so we're excited because what we have is Troy Mueller with us. And Troy is the president and CEO of the National Religious Broadcasters. And um, uh, in, in, they, they call it the NRB. And you're going to learn all about what's going on with Christian media in the sense of this organization that covers Christian radio, TV, uh, podcast, internet ministries, and theater, movies, all kinds of things. So, Troy, I, I, I guarantee you, most of my listeners, they consider themselves well aware of political issues and, and Christian issues, and they have no idea what the NRB is. Well, that's great. I, I, everybody should be really aware of political issues, and, and especially political issues as they relate to our faith. Yes. Um, so NRB has been around now 79 years. This is our 79th convention, wow. so we've been doing this for a long time. We were formed back in 1944 when radio was just emerging as, a, as a, you know, the primary medium of, of mass yeah. broadcast. Right. And there was a group of pastors that really recognized that early and said, hey, we want to get on radio and you know what that became controversial yeah and there was another group out there that said went, went to these major broadcasts said no no we want to vet who's going to be on the radio and this group of pastors got together and said nope and they formed uh nrb back at moody church in chicago wow. that's where they first met and they and that formation they fought for the right to be on radio the right to to uh communicate in the public square and nrb has been doing that now for 79 years yes. so as we move from radio to television and now this whole digital world that yes. we live in today, NRB's out there fighting for that. Boy, there's a lot to fight for. Wow, that that, that is amazing history. So if anybody listening to this podcast is listening to a Christian ministry on the air or, uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe a, a podcast, other podcasts, the fact is they're probably members of the NRB. And Part of the thing that the NRB is doing is fight, uh, fighting, standing for our ability to have free speech and to be able to have First Amendment protection on the air. And um, uh, I know I get these bulletins, I hear about a problem or a threat. Most of our listeners are aware of a thing called the Johnson Amendment. The Johnson Amendment is something that has silenced pastors and has threatened Christian radio and TV. You want to explain what it is and, and, and what the status of that is now uh, since uh, President Trump has left office and it's, it's now under Biden. 
Well, yeah, and, and, and it never really changed under President Trump, but we did have maybe a friendlier yes. kind of enforcement there. Right. Uh, but the Johnson Amendment was you know, put together when Senator Johnson yes. was trying to run for president. Right. And actually because a number of pastors and churches and, and, and faith leaders you know, opposed his candidacy, right. yep. uh, he sort of got back at him. He used a, a procedural movement in the Senate to pass a bill um, that would limit non-profit or tax-exempt organizations right. that, that receive the tax exemption qualification under the IRS um, from engaging in political candidacy. Yes. Okay, so that's the Johnson Amendment. It said if you engage in political candidacy, then you'll lose your tax-exempt status. Now, this only really applies to non-church tax-exempt entities because churches are tax-exempt uh, by the Constitution. Right. They're, they're guaranteed that churches do not pay taxes, will never pay taxes. So this isn't a, an amendment that says if they come in, your pastor supports a candidate, they come in. What it does do, though, is that the donations that would be given to the church, those yes. donations would no longer be tax-exempt. How the IRS would ever enforce that, yes. I'm really not uh, sure to begin with anyway. Uh, but that's really silenced a lot of pastors. Right. They're afraid that if they speak up and talk about these issues, particularly support a candidate, uh, then their church is going to lose their tax-exempt status, their people are going to stop giving. Well, hopefully most people in your church, if not all people in your church, they don't give to receive a tax-exempt right. status. Right. They give because they are obedient to God, obedient to God's word that says that we support the church. Yes. And we support God in his work, and we do that through really the funds he's given us in the yes, first place. Right. So it's kind of, it's it's used as a bully tactic yes. by the government to silence and keep faith leaders out of the candidacy process of the whole political, but can't, but but churches and other organizations, you can still talk about the issues, particularly issues that affect you as an organization. So if you're a pro-life organization, you don't have to quit talking about pro-life just because there's an election running. Right. You know, you don't have to quit talking about uh, uh, issues that you're discussing uh, that are on your agenda that God's put on your heart. So that's that's where we're at with that. And I think what the problem is, is that we're in a hostile government again. We have a weaponized kind of government that weaponized many yeah. of the departments and and we are all afraid that the IRS is once again with this big expansion, they're going to become weaponized as well. So before we get into the weaponization of government, and uh, Pastor Jeffrey, before you talk about yeah. uh, uh, the Johnson Amendment and as it relates to the churches wanting to be silent, some pastors using that as an excuse, I'd like to go one step further going back a little while where they were trying to use the Johnson Amendment to say that if, uh, if say, uh, Greg Laurie on radio uh, were to talk about life and the sanctity of life, they'd have to give equal time to an abortion group to talk about life and how that would destroy and devastate Christian radio and TV. Well, thank God we've been able, by His blessing and grace, to hold off what you're referring to as the Fairness Doctrine. The Fairness Doctrine, <laughs> That's yes. right. This was a issue that was tried to push, has been tried multiple times to push through uh, legislation or, or regulatory issues right. on this that would say, do this, yes. that. You talk about this issue, you have yes. to let somebody talk about the last issue, the, the opposite side of that issue. And you're right, that would just really devastate right. uh, radio, Christian radio, 
know, broadcasting in general, because it wasn't just radio. This would apply to all broadcasting, television, radio uh, out there. And so far, Congress has held that off and said, no, I, we think it, even if they pass it, it would come under immediate First Amendment scrutiny. executive order. No, I, no, definitely not. We would, we would be one of the first to jump up and, be, uh, and file litigation if that came across as an executive order, uh, clearly unconstitutional in our environment. Yes. Jeffrey, well, Craig, you know, you have, you know, hundreds, a hundred thousand or so folks and they, but among them are pastors, yes, probably many. hundreds, yes. but you know how at the end of every one, one of your podcasts, you invite people to share it. I would say specifically, if you attend a church, which I'm assuming if you're a believer that you do, and you're listening to this, just take notes because what we want you to do is forward this podcast to your pastor. We always invite people to send them to their friends and other believers, but specifically because most pastors don't understand what you just explained. Right. And when the pastors do, they'll be more likely to have, you know, Craig, you and me, and have other believers come in and share, uh, and actually church. to have, allow candidates to come yeah, in. Because everybody some here on uh, our podcast, you know that I'd love to, Jeffrey'd love to speak at your church and, and be able to present a biblical worldview of what's going on. Yeah. So this is the podcast to forward to your pastor. Yeah, very good. So, Going back, you mentioned the IRS. Uh, what's in the weaponization of government? We keep hearing about how the bureaucracy has been politicized and, and is moving against um, people of faith, moving against conservatives, moving against libertarians. What do you see happening with the bureaucracy right now? Well, look, we're encouraged by the hearings that are going on in the House uh, to look at what happened with the, with the, particularly the weaponization in the Justice Department and some of the other, uh, the FBI and and uh, particularly in the Justice Department yes. and some of the intelligence agencies, right. you know, that really colluded with the social media uh, companies out there to change the narrative of a number of discussions. Now, some of those were political discussions that had do with the last election, but what we uh, are very concerned about is some of the uh, what was called the Facebook or the uh, sorry the Twitter files. Yes, uh, you yes. remember the Twitter oh, files, yeah. and boy, we'd certainly like to get our hands on a lot more of that. But right. the Twitter files showed that the government not only did they um, uh, collude with with these social media companies to, as we said, change the narrative, but they also one of the narratives they really looked at was the pro life narrative. Right. They they wanted to. Um, make sure that certain pro-life topics got flagged um, as as community violations. They wanted to make sure that they what they called throttled back their right. exposure so they didn't reach as many right. people. But you know, here here's what happened. We had Congress when the Dobbs decision came down. Yes, um, c- congressional members of Congress writing a letter to Google. Asking Google to change their search engine algorithms so that when people search a crisis pregnancy center or search something about crisis pregnancy, they didn't get a crisis pregnancy center back in that search. Right. 
So they, wrong. So wrong. That is the government, government officials clearly violating the First Amendment, which yes. they, they yes. which restricts the government. Right. You know, they they use this backdoor third party system, these these our opinion, these social media companies in this situ- situations became agents of the government, right? right to quelch free speech yes. and free exercise of. Yes. And so that is a major concern of ours. Where is that going in this weaponization? Uh, what's going to happen with all of this new, I think it's $86 billion that's going to the IRS yes. uh, to have all these enforcement agencies? Are we going back to the lowest learner days when they were targeting Christian entities right. and nonprofit organizations that didn't agree with their ideologies? Very concerning. Right. Wow. So you're basically kind of like the advocate and the watchdog. That's a good way to put it. That's exactly what we are. Both the advocate and the watchdog. We're, we're keeping our uh, you know fingers on the pulse of what's going on, uh, particularly in the on the federal level at both the legislative regulatory bodies. So in our case, the Federal Communications Commissions, the Federal Trade Commission, and a number of different government agencies that oversee employment. Right. Um, we keep an, uh, our fingers on the pulse of what's going on at those agencies, and then of course we're always watching what's going on through the courts and through the legal system right. as well. Right. And um, I've noticed that you've had a number of panels and speakers talking about First Amendment rights or constitutional right to practice our own religion, follow our own conscience. Um, I, I'm so beyond impressed by that. Um, I know you're sticking your neck out doing that. Can you give us an insight of, uh, of, uh, um, of why you're letting these broadcasters and people in the industry hear this story? Well, look, the truth is really what shines in light into the darkness, yes. you know, and and the scripture calls us clearly, uh, we don't fear men, we don't look for the praise of men, uh, what we fear is God, and we are obedient to the scriptures. That's, that's number one, what we do and the NRB members do. Um, now, we don't get involved with what our members are called to do, that's, what, that's between them and God. We get involved to be able to clear, listen, put it this way, to clear the road, the pathways uh, for them to exercise what it is that God's called them to do. So, So we're not afraid to, that's our role to stick our necks out in the culture to talk about these issues. Um, we we do it from a governmental standpoint. We also one of the big areas we talk about is how the media has framed Christians and Christianity. Yes. We have a panel on that that's going to be happening in the coming days. Uh, we talk about the cancel culture. We're talking about that. We're talking about the whole gender uh, issues that are going on. That's being forced upon a number of, uh, of people. We're talking about the diversity, equity, and inclusion and stuff that's really changing the corporate boardrooms that are going on around the country today. So we're, we're not afraid. We're going to keep talking about those issues and we're going to keep fighting uh, for our rights. And here's the key to that. Our, our, why we, our Constitution, uh, our founding fathers had it right. They formed our Constitution, the First Amendment, 
First Amendment with the bedrock of that. And, of course, you go back to the Declaration of Independence. It talks about our inalienable right. rights to freedom. Right. We know that the right to freedom was declared by our creator Amen. from the beginning. Yes. It doesn't come from those documents, and that's what the Founding Fathers knew. Yes. And that's what a lot of our members knew, and that's what we know. Ah, so awesome. So well put. Uh, before I wrap up, Jeffrey, any final questions? You know, you said several things, and they all tie together. You mentioned truth, and the, the enemy has no strategy to defeat us. You know, we're, we're, we're going to win, but, but in the meantime, the simple idea of, of not only changing what words mean, but eliminating the concept of truth, which we saw that Pontius Pilate did that before Jesus. He said, what is truth? Because that we, and we see that. So you mentioned several words. You mentioned words that as a believer, I'd be like, well, I want to include people. I want inclusion. I want that. I, almost everything that is misrepresented by the left used to be a good thing. And I would imagine in radio, that's something you're caught, you're, you're, all, all of your members are combating all the time, like owning the message. So um, how do you address it when you have, um, when you have uh, uh, believers that are almost afraid to get involved in the conversation because they might say the wrong thing because definitions are changing so much? You know, that is, and they've used that as a as a scare tactic. You know, Satan used that from the beginning. You know, he tricked Eve. Did God really say? You know, yes, he was trying lies. to twist the definition of things. And I think the, and the greatest tool he has that Jesus warned us against is the house divided. Satan tries to divide the house and, and get people on these kind of different agendas, different tribes, and those kinds of things. I, I'd say, first of all, foremost, uh, make sure you're solid, you're in your Bible. Okay, be, be studying, make sure you understand the word, make sure you understand the foundations of your belief, and make sure that the, one of the foundations of that is that you fear God more than men. People will come against you. Jesus warned us of that. Look, the world hated me first. It's going to hate you. It's going to twist what you say. It's going to try to do all these things. Don't let that fear stop you from speaking the truth. He also told us that we'd have the Holy Spirit who would be there to guide us, to counsel us, to give us at times we need the words that yep. we need to do. So so don't be afraid to speak up. They're the biggest weapon that the anti-Christian movement uses is fear and shame. That's the biggest weapon they have to keep us quiet. And, yes. and what is going to go against that is to speak up and speak out. You know, the word of your testimony is the most powerful thing you have, and you can never go wrong with that. You're not going to mess that yes. one up. You're not going to say the wrong things. But right. hey, other thing is, keep listening to podcasts like this so that you become educated, you understand what's going on, and you're, as Paul told us, that you're better equipped to give an answer for the hope that is in us. I appreciate oh, that so unsolicited awesome. recommendation. <laughs> that is awesome. Troy, you have been great. Our listeners can be thankful that you're at the top of the NRB and standing firm as you are and, uh, and helping protect our rights. Um, everyone, uh, as we conclude, I would hope you pray for Troy, pray for the uh, national religious broadcasters, pray for this convention we're at, pray Lord, that the Lord would uh, 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 help the NRB stand firm. And uh, uh, as we close, don't forget that the Johnson is the one thing that is silencing a lot of pastors, maybe your pastor. As Pastor Jeffrey said, send it to your pastor and church leaders. 
Jeffrey, can you close us in prayer? I would love pray to. For, for Troy. Absolutely. God, thank you for this time to gather that, that believers from all over the world have gathered here for the purpose of trying to understand how we can better get out your message. Uh, and I do, I do lift up uh, the leadership of, of NRB, that they would make uh, wise decisions, that they would align themselves well with other organizations, and would continue welcome, welcoming in those from around the world that are trying to get out your message. I pray for the strength and the integrity of the leadership. Um, because that is going to be uh, paramount because they're going to be attacked uh, more than almost anybody else in broadcasting. The organization that leads the other broadcasters will be uh, a target. So we, we want to lift them up, Lord, and we uh, look forward to next year. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next week, uh, uh, we'll uh, keep praying for you. You pray for us. God bless you. Thanks for joining us this week. We are listener-supported, so please consider partnering with us by donating at craighuey.com or by signing up for our free newsletter. We look forward to being with you next week. And don't forget to share this podcast with others.